0: A few episodes ago, I responded to a plant-based news Twitter post. This episode is more about veganism, Inc., and woke agriculture, and what I see as the political arm of an ideology. The Culinary Libertarian Podcast, episode 177. Welcome to the Culinary Libertarian Podcast, where the philosophy is free, but the food is on you. Hello folks, Dan Reed here, the Culinary Libertarian. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy to have you here. Happy to be here. Veganuary has morphed into vegan dairy. Veganism, Inc. clearly has the goal of making the planet choose a vegan diet. That's bold. A vegan diet excludes anything that swam or walked. An informal Twitter survey by me was inconclusive if insects are acceptable food sources for vegans, but it seems insects are trafe also. One website did make the case for insects. Now, that's another matter. One key tenet of the vegan diet is keeping animals alive. Meat is murder is a slogan that drives home the vegan point. Now, I don't, well, I'm going to, but not necessarily, in, well, intentionally to. So, <laughs> I'm not going to address the insect issue. Um, maybe another time. That's not really the focus here. That point, the point of not eating meat, gets bogged down with a lot of baggage used mostly to bolster the point that you should not eat meat as vegan sees your diet. Animals have feelings. Animal as meat contributes to climate change. Animals as food is an injustice. Animals for meat is unsustainable. It is outdated. It's barbaric. In 2020, it isn't necessary. It is an emotionally driven appeal, and frankly, I'm okay with emotional appeals. They rarely work, but they do convey the passion of the speaker. Except when the speaker is just regurgitating the main talking points of the main agenda. Enter Veganism, Inc. They walked in the door, and I'm going to get to them in just a minute. First, a primer of sorts. The Veganism, Inc. model is mostly the same as the climate change model and the social justice model and the egalitarian model and on and on. They all have a core ideology. Imagine a Christmas tree or a coffee mug tree or granny's earring tree. The base is the core ideology of the movement so that that structure that we're we're using a physical thing to represent the idea thing that core is unique to the group for vegans animals and insect byproducts specifically honey are not food since meat is murder Cow milk is for baby cows, and bees cannot be properly compensated for their labor, so eating honey is expropriating the product of the labor of the bees. In part, the same philosophy applies to milk products, yogurt, cheese, caviar, and butter. With our base structure established, we can decorate it. Some climate change decorations here, some social Justice tinsel there, a few meat is racist ribbons, and the converse, meat is white supremacy, strings over there. Pick a thing and add it to the tree. One very clever aspect of this decorated tree of veganism, and remember, it can be anything, is those decorations are dearly held beliefs. They fill out and enhance the core. They make it pretty. They are completely true to the pious. The core belief and those decorations are as a religion. The statements made by it are accepted on faith as fact. Now, here's the neat part. You cannot disagree with anyone about those points or else... You are a denier. If you question at all any of the points, no discussion ensues. Your counterpart clutches her pearls and gasps (coughs) in horror at your obscene comment. The rhetorical door is slammed in your face. You are said to be a denier of the thing. Vegan diets, climate change, vaccines, mandates, social injustice, and on, you are silenced. You may not speak. Now, notice something interesting. In church on Sunday, and in actual religious philosophy, you are encouraged to question God. You are encouraged to question the text. It is sound and wise to ponder your creation. Questioning and listening to the answer lets you find your place in that religion. You get to participate in your belief about God by making it personal to and for you. All of you in the pews on Sunday or Saturday share a fundamental belief, but each of you has a unique version of that fundamental belief. In the realm of ideological Marxism, he gets overused for such things, but he's earned the drumming. Tolerating the party line isn't enough. You must accept it completely, even if it changes every day. You must capitulate to every whim, regardless of the logical flow of ideas, even or especially if it conflicts with the previous message. You may not think. Now, here's another fun part, and by fun I mean not fun at all. The barrage of baggage used to subdue you to concede is impressive. Even if you had an answer to every point, the fact that you don't accept the claim on its face is blasphemy. Take this one. Meat as food is outdated. When did it become outdated? Last week? Last year? One hundred years ago? Or this one. Meat as food is unsustainable. Man has been eating meat pretty much since man walked the earth. Is the suggestion that any day now, it's simply going to collapse? That seems unlikely. Factory farming is a horror. Well, they got that one right. Factory farming is a horror. If that term, factory farming, is new to you, it means the massive industrial system of meat production, which includes raising, butchering, processing, and distribution. I've done at least one episode on that, and if you follow this podcast, you can guess how it came to be that many family farms disappeared and were turned into massive, mega-corporate monopoly farms the federal government and the wholesome meat act of 1967 have a huge part to play in that problem fun as it might be to bash the government on this meat production isn't the focus woke agriculture is the focus the political activist branch i call veganism inc is the Christmas tree with decorations of climate change and animal rights and all the rest. Woke, an overused term for nearly every mu- every movement, has ties to Marxist thinking. Author James Lindsay is quoted on the NationalInterest.org website this way, quote, Wokeness is a fusion of the critical theory school of neo-Marxism which is a form of identity politics and radical activism that has a very particular worldview that separates the world into liberationists versus oppressors or oppressed versus oppressors, and quote. The line from classic Marxism to the woke movement is one that can be traced, but not here. Michael Wald spoke with me about the Frankfurt. Frankfurt School and Cultural Marxism, and that is culinarylibertarian.com slash 101. The short version is, Wokeness is Identity Politics. That's the case with woke agriculture. It isn't enough to keep a vegan lifestyle. It must be shouted like Walt Whitman's barbaric yawp. The same scheme applies to all identity groups. Trans, vax, climate change, race. When one truth conflicts with another, someone gets canceled or at least silenced for two weeks. Whippy Goldberg, anyone? Identification in a group. Vegan activists are such a group. Veganism is a first world luxury. As activists, vegans may consider themselves morally superior since they seek to prevent the slaughter of animals for sustenance. Their preservation of life as they see it is preventing murder. By acting as the agents to save a life, the vegan activist gloats about his act. The vegan activist starts to worship other humans and elevates this preservation to an anti-sacrifice level. In so doing... Vegan activism has become a self-sustaining religion. Woke culture, climate change, social justice, gender equality reveres the core of the ideology. Since it is a firmly held belief, it is beyond questioning. Any attempt to question, that is, inquire, is stopped, opposed, rebuffed, rejected, and the speaker silenced. You may not speak. To dare to question the tenet of the core ideology is to think outside of the proved parameters, and there will be none of that. You can also envision Gandalf with the staff barking, you shall not inquire. So, let's inquire. Cows are bad as food since they contribute to climate change. I reject that claim, but let's follow it a bit. Cow burps, not farts, expel methane. Well, the majority of the methane. A dead cow does not expel methane. How much more methane does a cow living to natural death expel than a cow killed for food? Cows use a lot of water and a lot of food. How much more water and food does a cow use that is allowed to live to a natural death? How much more manure does a cow make? If a cow is slaughtered for food, the contributions to climate change end. But, they keep making cows to kill them. Yes, but that seemed more of a slippery slope discussion than an actual argument. Factory farming is inhumane. Yes. Yes, it is. I agree with him on this. I support Representative Thomas Massey's Prime Act, which mostly will allow local farmers to slaughter and sell their beef and lamb and maybe chickens to the public from their farm. As it is now, there are very few processing plants, so cows are better traveled than you are, probably. Eating meat is immoral. Well, that's a non-starter. It's a great jab at the meat eater, since it demands a defensive position from the carnivore, and that's a losing battle. Plants have protein and fat and amino acids. Yes, some plants do have those things, or do so in combinations. Beans and rice is an example. What is never mentioned is the quantities needed to obtain even the USDA's recommend the daily allowance of micronutrients and amino acids and fats. Yes, fat is necessary. The amount you need to eat is massive. Eating will be a full-time job. In the Church of Woke Agriculture, you are expected to accept the protests as fact. But here's the rub. Even if they are fact, Even if meat isn't necessary, what the central planner overlooks is preferences. What makes the vegan activist most angry is you prefer something they do not, and they do not prefer it at a level so high they want to prevent you from having it too. And the often cited version of this you're doing it and it offends me is the karens and the masks <laughs> and 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 the, and the masked patriarch calling out the unmasked oh my gosh you horrible horrible human being you ought to be drawn and quartered on the spot for daring to un- have a naked face it's the same thing Woke agriculture, as a Marxist ideology, is the same as the rest of the woke agendas. They are secular religions outside of any possibility of question. Think that's wrong? Think the mask wasn't enough? Look at the COVID hysteria and the Joe Rogan Spotify brouhaha. Disagree with the official narrative and you're gone. Unless you are too big to fail. Then you are a thorn in the side of the cathedral. Is eating meat murder? I don't know, but I think not. Is there a better way to obtain meat for food than from factory farms? Absolutely yes. Is animal abuse a terrible thing? Yes, it is. The vegan activist will say those are the same picture. Okay, now do war. Vegan, Veganism, Inc. has an admirable appreciation and compassion for the animals. They also seem to have little more than contempt for humans who prefer animals as food. That's the lead. Veganism, Inc. is violence against humans. Not beating about the head and shoulders violence, but slow and deliberate pain of malnutrition from a plant-based diet. It used to be so that the human brain exceeded any computer in processing capability. Maybe it included managing the involuntary systems. I'm not really sure, but it did sound impressive. I don't know if that's still the case. It might be that the human brain, including intuition and emotion, exceeds any computer. It is one heck of a quest. Plant-based meat is trying to replace meat. Now, I know a cow eats a lot of stuff, and excluding the chemistry of hormones and whatever additives might be given the cow, that steak has pretty few ingredients. Compare that short list to an Impossible Burger ingredient list. Try pronouncing some of those things. Wonder about how are those things made there seems a noticeable absence of food in those impossible burgers. The plant-based food system is part of the Great Food Transformation, and I've done an episode on that. I'll link it in the show. That is culinarylibertarian.com slash 177. One reason the Veganism Inc. propaganda is so prevalent on social media is the connection between their goal and the agenda of the great food transformation. Climate change, (laughs) don't you know? It's always climate change. And that means eliminating meat as food. Probably eliminating animals as well over time. Just today, plant-based news... um, posted a a, a a link to the a question of the their blog uh is wool really necessary and how the 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 magnitudes more of i don't know what space and water and everything else to make wool versus cotton so they are I didn't read the article, but I can guess it's probably couched in how much water is used and how much more where, – where else could that water go? They're not going to make the economic economic argument of um, – oh, gee, I can't think of the term now – marginal utility. They're just going to say that – they're probably going to get to the point of saying it's expri- expropriating the, the – The wolf and the sheep, so we should never shear them because it's theirs and not ours and we can't probably compensate them. It's just idiotic. But that's the central planner part of veganism, Inc. and the Great Reset. Deciding for 8 billion people what you're going to wear, to do, to eat, to think, to say, to drive. How do you know they're right? They know they're right by the association with corporations. KFC and Burger King have come out recently with Ficken, fake chicken. They don't call it that, I call it that. And that appeases and appeals the woke egg and veganism sects. The fact that they did this reinforces their view that they are on the right path. Rettenwald refers to this idea as woke capitalism, and that essay is on his website, I'll link to his site on the show notes page. I don't agree that the vegan diet provides all the human needs in the quantities the human needs it. I'm not going to proselytize to you about how you should eat meat. You do you. But let me eat as I prefer. You want to eat a vegan diet? Great! I'll add a link on the show notes page to a vegan cookbook and knock yourself out. Buy my cookbook and eat some meat. And by the way, there are three vegan recipes in my cookbook. Woke agriculture, woke capitalism, woke something is a gasser-up version of identity politics masquerading as a Marxism. It is an ideology that cannot be questioned. It is statements of fact as they see them. And if you don't agree, you're the enemy. And it's really fun. <laughs> Not for everybody. It's fun for those of us on the outside to watch this whole thing just disintegrate. Because it's built on nothing. It's its built It has no soundness to it. Marxism rejected God and replaced it with the state. Well, take a look around. That's happening. I mean, Congress is doing that, not to a person, but for the most part, that's what's happening. And it's not for my show because... That's not what I do, but there are podcasts. Uh, Mike Meharry's Godarchy is a really good one for that. But there is a need, probably, for at least a rejection of the state as a deity. I think the next step is going back to some foundations of a godly life and that can take many forms and I'm not gonna and I'm not going to proselytize about that either uh, I know but I think the thing that's missing is the thing that's going to fix the problem all right folks That's going to do it. I've covered most of what I wanted to on Woke Ag and Veganism Inc. on this and the other episode that was the response to plant-based news. Uh, I expect I'll have more to say on this, and that may end up being a blog post of blog posts. If you cook anything at all, you need to know when it's done, or at least is it hot. By the number one chef-rated digital thermometer from Chef temp. Use my link culinarylibertarian.com slash chef temp to buy an awesome digital thermometer. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you being here. Support the podcast at culinarylibertarian.com support. Share this episode on your social media feeds and give the show a rating and a review on your favorite podcatcher. Have a good week, and I'll see you soon. And I'll see you soon. Music for the Culinary Libertarian Podcast is provided by Matthew Bankert at mattbankert.com.